on days where I just wasn't feeling it, the studio space that I had, it didn't contribute to me showing up more effectively. In fact, some days I found myself staring at my setup and I'm like, I don't want to be here. I am already tired, <laughs> I'm low energy, I'm kind of grumpy, maybe kind of hangry, and I just physically cannot be here. I can't focus, I can't get into the mood that I need to be in to do the best work. So what does it mean to brand yourself, and why the heck does it even matter? Is it just about finding ways to stand out, or is there something deeper than all that surface-level fluff? Join me as I peel back the layers to uncover the truth about what branding really is, how it affects the way we see the world, and why people pay so much damn money for it. We're going to be diving deep and answering the tough questions around topics surrounding identity and authenticity in an online space, as well as how to creatively express yourself in a space that is oversaturated with content. I'm your host, Rachel Lee, and this is the Off-Band Podcast. Hello, my friends. We are back. I was supposed to release an episode last week, but I was actually in the midst of doing the final touches on my studio revamp and wanted to actually just dedicate the space to getting the space fixed up so I can be fully, fully present with you guys. Last episode, I actually recorded in a side studio because my studio space was in so much chaos that I could not, for the life of me, focus. So I got everything done. Everything is set up. I'm actually recording this episode from the new setup. And there's this really beautiful panel of light up strips right across from me that I'm looking at as I do this now. And I wanted to do this episode as a part update, but also just sharing some of the lessons that I've learned along these crazy past few weeks. And this episode is going to be a little different because I wanted to try something new and do this episode free flow, where I'm not sure if you guys can actually tell, usually I have a set of notes that is really detailed. It's basically like a fully written blog post and it allows me to deliver my thoughts in a concise manner while keeping us on track and not giving me much wiggle room to go off the rails. That being said, I actually wanted to try something new and do it a little more flowy. I have some notes with me. I have an idea of what I want to share, but I actually wanted to try this thing where I'm going to be filling in the gaps a little bit. This might mean that this episode is a bit more flip-floppy than usual, but I think we're going to go with it and let's have fun. So if you're game, I'm game to do this. So a little bit of a life update. January has been a really weird month for me. I'm not sure about you, but I've been talking to quite a few people about this and I feel like it's not just me. Everyone I've talked to have said that January is weird where it was fast but slow, it was busy but static. I, I don't know. It's, it's been a weird month where a lot of things have been in flux and flow. For me specifically, what that means is I've had a lot of project work, honestly more work than I've ever had in my life before, but it's coincided with me having very, very little energy 
And I'm usually pretty steady with that. But for whatever reason this month, maybe part of it was because I've been revamping the studio space. Maybe it's just because the weather has been perpetually gloomy where I'm at in Vancouver. But this huge wave of work has coincided with my ebb in energy. And it's made my life pretty difficult, at least for this week, as I'm trying to get through and get this gear off on the right foot. So what that has resulted in is that I'm on energy saving mode. I'm doing a lot of project work behind the scenes and on the front end, it means I'm not taking on a lot of calls. And honestly, I'm feeling a little antisocial, not in a bad way. I'm hoping to get back to everything in February, but in the midst of all of that, where I'm at right now is that I'm trying to reel in all of the chaos and I'm trying to bring things back so I can show up consistently. Because when everything was everywhere, I found myself not wanting to show up on camera. There were actually points throughout this week, or not just this week, the past few weeks, where I didn't show up on social media at all. The people who follow me on social media know that I actually do my best to show up consistently in my stories, where at least once a day, I post up something, just a, even just a random hello to show people, hey, I'm here, I'm still alive, here's what I'm working on, and just to be like present. But for the past few weeks, I've been struggling. I've found myself dropping the ball on getting back to people with my messages, dropping the ball on even showing my face on my stories. And instead, it's like once every few days or even, God forbid, once a week I show up and everyone's asking, where where did you go? What happened to you? Are you okay? And I'm sure that I'm not the only one. Like I've talked to people in my messages and a lot of people have said, hey, like I don't know how you do it, but one of the biggest things that I struggle with is showing up when things get busy and a tendency that a lot of people have is that they just go quiet. You know, like life happens. It's it's normal. But I knew that as far as branding goes, if I am my brand and if branding is about showing up consistently, I need to put in some effort into figuring out the formula to see if I can revamp the way that I show up and do it much more easily. Like it's it's actually possible, but I just hadn't figured out the formula until now. And ironically, the studio revamp project that I have been working on for these past few weeks, which was the cause of a lot of the chaos, was also supposed to be part of the solution to the problem where I was trying to create a space that helped me show up more consistently on the days where I really don't feel like it. I'll explain. The physical space that you're in tends to affect your headspace a certain way. It's kind of like when you walk into a room and when you visibly see that there's a mess, like there's crap on the ground, there's boxes piled in the corner, clearly no one's vacuumed in a long time, there's dust everywhere, you don't know where anything is. When you walk into a space that is physically like that, you physically and mentally feel disoriented. You're like, where is everything? You're always trying to step over things to get to where you need to go. You feel like everything is in disarray. And that is the space, not saying that my studio space was messy before, but that was sort of the way that I saw my space affecting me. 
where on certain days when I was super low energy, maybe I didn't get a lot of sleep, maybe I had a lot of calls the day before, whatever the reason, on days where I just wasn't feeling it, the studio space that I had, it didn't contribute to me showing up more effectively. In fact, some days I found myself staring at my setup and I'm like, I don't want to be here. I am already tired, <laughs> I'm low energy, I'm kind of grumpy, maybe kind of hangry, and I just physically cannot be here. I can't focus, I can't get into the mood that I need to be in to do the best work. And I realized this more and more, especially in the winter months <laughs> when the sun was perpetually gone, where everything was gloomy. I found myself facing an uphill battle every time I showed up. And especially in the moments where I needed to show up on camera in front of people or on social media, I found myself almost feeling like I needed to take a deep breath, muster whatever <laughs> little energy and happiness I had left and just like throw it at the camera. And it didn't leave me feeling really good. And I didn't realize how badly this was affecting me until I had a moment where I was chatting with my business partner. It was the start of the new year and both of us were feeling kind of stuffy and stagnant. And knowing that there were a few things within our studio space that we wanted to change already, we were like, why don't we switch things up? Honest to God, I didn't know it was going to be this big of a project, but one thing led to another and it resulted in not just swapping out one or two things, it actually resulted in an entire space overhaul. Like the entire layout of the room changed. We literally moved some furniture out. We moved some furniture in. We completely rewired everything. And I swear, this space feels completely different, but in a good way, because in a sense, we changed the setting so that it allowed me to get back into the space of, oh, everything's fresh and I get to curate the space exactly the way that I needed it. In a sense, I got to completely re-engineer my settings and make conscious decisions about exactly what I had in my setup. Every little figurine that I have placed on my shelf, every placement choice, literally every single thing, I got to consciously ask myself, what do I need to show up at my absolute best every day? Why? And how do I want to feel when I look at these things? I got to ask myself this question with every single choice that I made in my setup. And the thing that I learned in the process of this is that in order to create a space that allows you to show up at your very best, it requires you to ask yourself, what am I like when I'm at my peak state? Am I super focused and am I intense? Do I need to remove all distractions? Is that me at my best state? Or is it like the situation for me where for me, I realized me at my peak state is actually fun and playful. I am super inspired and lit up. I just want to play and try everything. That's actually what I'm like when I'm at my very best. I laugh a lot. I'm a big goofball and I'm totally, totally relaxed. So what I actually included in my setup involves having a lot of decorative elements on my shelves. I have a lot of display space where I have all of my dinos lined up. I have my sketchbooks. I have my favorite books. Like I have the whole Harry Potter series lined up on the bookshelf behind me. I have pictures of people I love and all of these small little gadgets and things that people have given to me over time that literally just make me feel lit up and inspired every time I look at them. And the process of curating all of these things helped me develop a deeper understanding of what I'm like when I'm at my best and what I want to be like even on the days when I'm feeling low. So that is just an example, but I want you to actually ask yourself this question as well. 
Oftentimes, we're not aware of the fact that our physical space affects the way that we show up online. And the weird thing is, is most people treat it as if it's all just on the internet and you could show up as sloppy as you want in real life and it doesn't matter because all people see are the things that you decide to show in your posts and in your stories. But I kid you not, it takes so much energy to live life that way. Sure, whatever, be a slob on your days off and only show yourself on your A-game fully glammed up with your makeup or like being super cool in your stories and then living like a slob all of the other times. Sure, you can absolutely do that, but who are we trying to get here? It is so freaking hard to do that. I'm like, how about I just show up consistently all the time? How about I just be the person that you see on the camera all the time? And if I need to move a few things around in my physical setup in order to make that happen, then why not? But at this point, I'm rambling. I actually just wanted to leave you with a few reflection questions. I shared some of this in my most recent newsletter, but I wanted to bring this up again after this expanded ramble to actually help you get the cogs going. It's a new year. You have the opportunity to make the changes that you need to show up as the version of you that you want to see when you look in the mirror and that other people around you want to see. Your friends, your family, your coworkers, your pet for crying out loud, just to show up as the best version of you. So few questions here for you. The first one is, does your physical environment help you show up as the person that you want and need to be for yourself and for others, especially when it comes to your online game? Does your physical environment inspire you and empower you to show up as the kick-ass version of yourself online? Or does it feel like pulling teeth? Does it feel so freaking painful to show up online as this alter ego? And does your physical environment play a role in that? That's a question for you. And if the answer is yes, what do you think needs to change? Is it that your physical environment doesn't match what you need when you are at your peak state? Is it that you need to feel like super energized and high energy, but your surroundings are just boring? Like you're staring at a wall, there's no greenery, there's no figurines, like there's nothing that inspires you. Is it that you need to add a little bit of fun? Or maybe you at your peak state, you are somebody who needs to focus and all of the small knickknacks on your desk are literally distracting you <laughs> from just being super present and, and being able to execute with excellence. There is no right answer here. It's just the question of what are you like when you're at your best and do the things in your physical surroundings empower you to show up as that or are they taking away from it? And of course, because action is everything, if you were just to make one adjustment to your space this week, I'm not expecting anybody to spend an entire week's overhauling their space. That took a lot of energy, even for me. But if you were to make one adjustment, maybe you're just to shift one small thing or add one more thing, what is one small adjustment that you can make to your space this week that could help you show up as the best version of you? What would that be? So that's basically everything I wanted to leave with you this week. Part share, part exploration for me to go a little off the rails with this episode, but I really wanted to share this excitement with you, the fact that I have this new space. I wanted to challenge you to possibly do the same, doesn't have to be crazy, but it's just a really good opportunity for you to get to know that version of you that is at your best and to create whatever environment it takes for you to show up as that person, even on your absolute worst days. 
Anyhow, that should be everything from me. If anything on this episode really resonated with you, shoot me a message on Instagram at Rachel T. Wiley. I would absolutely love to hear from you. If you haven't yet subscribed to my newsletter, you can do so at my website on the homepage at the very bottom. I'll include all of the links to that in the show notes. And until then, stay awesome, have an amazing week, and go kick some ass, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. If you got something out of this and want to hear more, you can subscribe to my newsletter at racheltylee.com to be the first to know when I drop a new episode. I release weekly tips on branding, share funny stories from my own journey of growth and personal branding, as well as sharing announcements for my latest blog and podcast episodes. Hope to see you in your inbox. And until then, see you on the next one.